Big 4L, welcome back, man. I want to start the show off properly and say RIP to my grandma Sophie. That's why we didn't record the last couple of weeks. Um, I honestly was, I, now don't get me wrong, my grandma raised me like a parent. I, I grew up in my grandma's house, so like, this was one of the most important people of my life, helped shape my personality and everything. But I wasn't sad enough to not want to record. But when UVA happened and the players died, and God bless them, me and Drift didn't record. Not because we were grieving them. As, I mean, we were more so like, eh, probably not good to preview football games and that UVA shit happened. So if I can take a week off for them, I damn sure can take a week or two off for my grandma. So RIP grandma, we love you. Uh, rest up. We got, I about to say we got drift in the beard. I got muscle memory. <laughs> it's me and Joe tonight. Me and Joe. Uh, if the audio sounds crazy, it's because drift ain't here. <laughs> drift, hey, drift, hey, do your thing, bro. Uh, drift be back next week. Uh, we got Joe Rogers, Mr. Motion. We got the Motion King in the beard, and we got Joe Rogers. How you living, boss? I'm living good, man. I'm living good. Yeah, Drift is in uh, Florida this weekend. This week, living good. I think me and Drift are both supposed to be at the spring game next week. So, yes, yeah, living good. Yes, two out of three 4L members will be in Blacksburg for the spring game, the spring jam. Um, I heard David Wilson going to be there rapping or performing. Uh, and he doing a concert at the spring jam. Yeah, that's the word, man. I need him to finish the Andy Better freestyle for us. Man, shout out David Wilson, man, a Virginia Tech legend. I don't, I, don't, I ain't never heard his music, but if it's an opportunity for him to get his music out there, hey, God bless him, man. Do your thing, man. Uh, Spring Jam should be lit. Uh, it was definitely lit last year. So, shout out. Is we're in the thick of spring football. The funny thing is, um, it felt like we got, ironically, right? Because we talked about how Fuente gave us crumbs as far as, you know, what we could consume as far as content from the main VT Twitter account. But it seemed like it's less like day-to-day videos and hype videos and things coming off the main account. Um, but we have more people that can watch practice and pull up the practice and things like that. Uh, first of all, what's your, what's your thoughts or what's your take on the content that has been coming out over the last week or so? I think it's a lot drier. Like, things were a lot more entertaining under Fuente. I mean, maybe it's because we weren't getting as much. I don't know. But, like, it just seems that we're, like, we're getting a lot more dry content. There's not, like, a lot of interaction going on. Nothing crazy is happening, man. Like, it's just kind of straight edge right now. It, You're right. It does really feel like a lot less, even though they're, they're at practices and stuff. But, I mean, I think there's more transparency. But we're just kind of not hearing as much almost. You're right. Yeah. It felt like 
under under Fuente. And maybe this was a Pete Morris thing, but it felt like more hype videos, more. And don't get me wrong, we complain. I specifically complained about the hype videos. I mean, them playing music to motherfuckers stretching and doing gritties. I could care less. I wanted to see like more content, but there was that infamous Braxton Burmeister video where he, he threw, I don't know if it was Caleb or whatever receiver, way out of bounds and the receiver was open. It, that caused a three-day civil war <laughs> amongst Hokie fans. So, like, I don't know. Prime Fuente got different ways of doing things, but um, I guess there's always something to talk about. Uh, uh, our, our resident reporter, Andy Bitter, who works for TSL now, he no longer with the athletic. Uh, he's had his boots on the ground. He put out a he put out the depth chart from a spring practice or a spring scrimmage that was <laughs> hella controversial. He put out a controversial depth chart that got the people riled up. Um, he had Wales running with the ones. <laughs> he had he had he had Grant Wales, your favorite quarterback, running with the Wales. I mean, running with the ones. He had Malachi Thomas uh, with with two in rotation rotating in, and and this is what I think caused the most controversy. Stephen Gosnell, Holiday Moss at wide receiver, no Ali Jennings, uh, no Felton. I think I think that that riled a lot of people up, and what riled me up personally is Bob Schick, Virginia Tech legend himself. Bob Schick was with the ones on the offensive line. I'm gonna just let you have the floor. Um, what, what, what did you like? What did you dislike? Not to do about nothing. It was just practice. Yeah, in the long run, I do think it's just spring ball. But if that's the crew that they think that they're gonna roll out there in the fall. Then them motherfuckers are going three and eight again. A, I don't seen enough of Grant Wells to last me a lifetime. I don't want to see him ever starting quarterback again. He is a turnover machine. He can't see the field. But then you bring in Ollie Jennings, you bring in Felton, you bring in Lane, and you got Steve and Gosnell and Tucker Holloway or the ones. Nah, man. Nah, you can't have. Wes Welker and Danny Amendola starting wide receivers. It's one or the other, man. I don't, yeah, I don't like the Bob Schick move, but I don't hate it because I haven't seen him at guard yet. I hated Jesse Hansen at guard way more than Bob Schick, probably. And I really do not like seeing Nick Gallo at tight end. That man's slow with molasses. I'm actually kind of excited for Pro Day next year to see how slow his 40 time is. So, yeah. I think they're working drones with the actual one wide receivers, Felton, Lane, Ollie Jennings. And they're working with the, you know, what they're calling the twos right now, basically just the second team on the line. But I think they're just doing that to work drones with the main receivers to get their chemistry up. But no, nah, I don't want to see that as the starting lineup. If, if that's the starting lineup, man, we're losing to ODU again. And maybe Marshall. Yeah, that is a nasty ass. That that's that's a nasty situation going on right there. Uh, Tucker Holloway, he kind of made himself. Uh, 
he worked himself into fan favorite status as a return man. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think a lot of and, and Christian Moss does have some upside. He had he did make some noise last year. Um, solid, still developing. But yeah, people people want to see Lane, Felton, and Jennings, no doubt. Um, I don't know, bro. Bob Schick. I don't want to make I don't, we don't want to make Bob Schick a meme on this podcast. Um, so we just gonna move on to the defense, and the defense was more so people that we are used to, familiar with Pollard and Kendricks in the middle. They've been here forever. Um, at linebacker, you had Kel- Keller. Kelly Lawson, Keontae Jenkins, who was a hybrid. Uh, at, at corner, you had Mansoor, Delane, and Dorian Strong. And then at safety, you had Nasir Peoples and Strowman. I ain't going to lie, bro. I thought Nasir Peoples was like a fifth year last year. Um, I don't know. I'd be kind of burnt. I don't be knowing nobody's eligibility no more. <laughs> Damn. I still have an eligibility. Uh, what's your thoughts on this uh, defense? Man, I think if the D-line could hold up, that's a pretty good squad right there. The secondary yeah. is tough. That's a tough secondary, man. And the linebackers are going to get more solid because, you know, we got Stone coming in. And then we got uh, Tisdale supposed to come in at some point, you know. So we're getting, getting kind of deep. Hey, man, shout out to Tizzy, man. It's, it's funny because um, I'm starting to see that. NBA players, they're looking into being able to partner up with uh, the gambling sites and stuff. And uh, my man, our man Tisdale, he sat, what, like six games? Because he yeah. put down, what, like 40 bucks? Crazy, man. <laughs> our boy Tizzy put down a couple bucks and reported his damn self and yeah, sat man. like six games, bro. He ain't do nothing wrong, man. That poor Tisdale, man. I feel bad for him, man. Yeah, he didn't even bet college football. I could even understand if he bet his own sport. Didn't even bet his own sport. It'd be he like that, even, though. He couldn't even point shave that. Right. So I, I really think as sports gambling becomes more and more normal and accepted, I, I understand you don't want players betting on their own sport and shaving points and doing shit. You don't want that, but they should at least be able to bet on other sports if they are in a state where it's legal. I don't see the problem. Yeah, <laughs> these motherfuckers want to bet the NBA finals. Let them. I don't care. Like, like you said, they can't do shit about the NBA finals. That ain't even a sport. So free, like free the bets, man. Free the bets. Free Tizzy. So. The spring game is uh, 10 days from right now. There's a lot of mixing and matching and position battles and new newcomers and and things like that. What's, uh, is there any particular position battle that has your interest? I mean, I think it's got to be the quarterback for me. I think mm-hmm. our season depends on that. What about you? Uh, I, yeah, I mean, shit, I gotta agree. I, it starts with the trigger, man. We had a lengthy uh discussion behind the scenes, maybe a little bit on the timeline, about Grant Wills. 
and you're a part you're a part of this camp that's like your Grand Wells is ass. Uh, you know, Grand Wells is not him. And it's your right. I'm not a person that'll ever tell somebody you're wrong. Like, no, we can disagree and have different opinions without throwing feces at each other. I understand that. I'm just of the belief that Grant Wells is part of the problem, not the main problem. But some people think Grant Wells was the reason. Um, I just, me personally, I can't sit up here and say Grant Wells was the main reason when only one receiver could routinely get open and he was never open. He couldn't get no, and he had no run game to lean on. And that was kind of like, and Tyler Bowen had an offense that wasn't at all clever. So you put all those things together and you're going to get shitty QB play out of anybody, let alone Grant Wells, who was, I would say, an average talent. So what say you? Yeah, and he was definitely just part of the problem, but I want to fix the entire problem, not just pieces, you know. I think we fixed the the wide receiver room. We clearly didn't fix the O-line. And that's another reason I want to see Jones because I know he can do a little more with his legs than Grant Wells can. Okay. And, you know, the other thing is Grant just didn't make the most of his opportunities when he had them. He overthrew guys a lot. He tried to force the ball a lot. Like, yeah, some of that was on him, too. It was kind of a 50-50 thing, man. I think with everything perfect around him, he would just be average. I, I believe that. That that is a fair that's a fair criticism. If 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 we had Georgia's talent, he'd still be average, but we could still win. Um, yeah. I think he could still win. He wouldn't be Stetson. He wouldn't even be Stetson Bennett. He would no. be worse than Stetson Bennett. But we would still win games. But if you put him on Virginia Tech, as we're currently built, he gonna win three games. Um, I think he proved that. And let's say we had Drones last year. Drones might have won four games or five games. Would that make would that make people feel better? I mean, okay, maybe Drones could strap the team to his back and pull out that ODU one. I think with Drones, we went, I would hope, we, we, he puts the team on his back. We went ODU. Maybe we win another game that – Georgia Tech or some shit. I think Grant yeah. lost his Georgia Tech too, right? Yeah, Grant had two fumbles and an interception. He fumbled on the last drive against Georgia Tech also. So Okay, so let's say Kyron Drone straps the team to his back and we pull out Georgia Tech and we pull out ODU and that would make us five and six because we only played 11 games. Yeah, five and six. Five and six. I think the fan base will want, still want another quarterback. Probably, but man, that feels a lot better than three and eight. I mean, the it fan is. base would still want another quarterback. I mean, because we was we won. How many we won with Burmeister, and we won six games with Burmeister in twenty twenty one, and he was asked too. And we wanted another quarterback. <laughs> that's all I was. That's all I was trying to say. I was just saying I'm not trying to advocate that Grant is good. I do believe that Grant is pretty much a below average to average talent. You can't put that on a 
below average roster and expect him to go out there and ball out. Like I done seen like a lot of people argue about Sean Glennon and Sean Glennon had way better Virginia Tech teams than what Grant Wells had. If you put Sean Glennon on last year's uh Virginia Tech team, they the motherfuckers win three games, maybe two games. They win one game. Whoever that Wofford they win that Wofford game, that's it. They that so I I would if you put Grant Wales on the two thousand and seven Virginia Tech Hokies and you let him share with Tyrod and all the other shit that Sean Glennon did, Sean Glennon still had some moments in 07 where he looked kinda like him. I ain't gonna hold. Um Sean Glennon's biggest mistake was coming to Virginia Tech. He didn't fit. Uh Virginia Tech at that time was a run team. And we were built to run. Even the quarterback had to be mobile. Um, you had converted tight ends and shit at offensive line. It was a different beast. Uh, Sean Glennon was your traditional drop back, five, seven step drop quarterback. Five, seven steps, get the ball out. We didn't even have them type of receivers for that type of shit. Everything, it was kind of, the offense was talented, but wonky as hell. It wasn't meant for him. Sean Glennon was supposed to be at Oklahoma somewhere, like like Rhett Bomar and them. Uh, he wasn't supposed to be here. He was in. The, he was at the wrong school. Uh, I think he had the talent though. Yeah, we always do better with like a dual threat quarterback here. Yeah, that's just kind of who we are at this point. Yeah, they need to lean into that shit. That's why um, his brother Mike went to NC State. Yep. I mean, Mike was a scammer, too. I know NC State wanted Mike to be good so fucking bad. Russell Wilson was better, man. <laughs> Ain't no way in hell I'm fucking telling Russell Wilson to hit the bricks so Mike Glennon can finally get his time to shine. Fuck all that. That's crazy as shit. Hey, the tall, white, sorry quarterback era is over with. If you not trying, If you not trying to win, fuck you. We don't got time for you to try to develop that sorry 6'6", tall, white quarterback. We ain't got time for that shit. Can he play? Yes? Good. No? Tell him to learn how to catch. I don't know what to tell you. Shit is crazy. But uh, shout out to shout out to the Glennons, man. <laughs> hey, Sean, come on for a LT story, bro. Uh, Sean used <laughs> to follow me. Did he stop fucking with me? I don't know what I said because I be, I, I be supporting, bro, but whatever. It's all good. He's a hater now. <laughs> He's a hater and shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm out here. I'm out here. I'm out here re- re- revising history for you, Chief. You need to fuck with me. Uh, <laughs> I'm the only one. I'm like, bro, like Sean was, don't get me wrong. Sean had that Chick-fil-A bowl and we will never let him lay that down because he sold. He yeah. tricked off. But he had 2007. He kind of redeemed himself in that ACC championship game. He, he had his moment. He brought it back around. I'll give him that. He brought it back around. Shout out to that Hooters waitress who hated Sean Glennon. I was at Hooters in Hampton, Virginia, and I was watching Virginia Tech versus Merlin. Uh, that game where Darren Evans ran over um, Terrell oh, Skinner. Yep. Yeah, classic, classic night. Classic Darren Evans night. That 
that had to be the 08 season. Um, yeah, and my Hooters waitress hated Sean Glennon for some reason, which leads me to believe he got them yams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we had a little game outside the field. You know I mean? He got them yams. I remember her saying, he's such a cocky asshole. Like, yeah, what the fuck you mean? He's starting quarterback. What do you want him to be? The starting quarterback for those Virginia Tech Hokies. Now, if you the starting quarterback for these Virginia Tech Hokies, man, you about to be humble. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> but if you was the starting Q for those Hokies, hey, I hey, let your nuts hang, bro. Shout out to Sean Glennon, man, taking down Hooters waitresses in the seven five seven in his prime. Come on the pod, bro. We got to talk. He might be a legend. <laughs> he, he might be. Hey, he might be a sniper like Kojo out here. Let me find out. Yeah. Let me find out. Hey, we was talking about it at, um, in TP earlier. Bro, fucking Kojo and AJ Hughes had, had janks, bro. Oh, yeah. Kojo oh. and AJ Hughes was out here. Knocking them down, big, tall, and small. Man, Virginia Tech football used to be lit, man. Man, it was like a different world. Like it yeah. ain't even the same anymore. Yeah, yeah. Now, you, cool. now you can't get a girl. I would give a girl a thousand dollars if they could name Virginia Tech's current punter and kicker right now. They wouldn't even name them, let alone fuck them. You'd have to pay them a thousand dollars to sleep with one of them now, because they don't know who the fuck that is. Like, ooh. they'd be trying to get Oscar Bradburn some pussy, like Bradburn, right? Sure, more I think they're gonna be trying to get, they'd be trying to get Bradburn some yams. Bro, even our kicker and punter had swag back then. Even but. the kicker and the punter had swag, man. Shout out to Joe. Hey, Joey Slat tried to bring it back, like low key. Joey yeah. Slat. <laughs> He gave it a run. Joey Slad tried to bring it back. Man, but man, shout out to all the Virginia Tech specialists over the years, man. They were like running. They had their own groupies, bro. We had Cody Janelle girl. Like, AJ right. had some fan club members. Like, they had right. their own They had their own groupies. Girls getting their names tatted. Bro, you'll never see that. Bro, that era of Virginia Tech was just different. I'm gonna tell my children like you just had to be there. Like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna feel bad because they gotta suffer through this fandom with me, and it ain't gonna be nearly as fun. But I'm gonna be like, bro, it was, it was special. It was some special times, bro. Yeah, you just had to be there, man. You had they, to be there. They were like fucking kiss, man. The even the punter and kicker were like fucking Gene Simmons. It was wild. It was a wild time. Wild time. You, if you think anybody from this generation getting it, you can't even get nobody, a girl, to get the best player's name tattooed on her, let alone the kicker. So, man. Shout out. Kojo, come on the pod, bro. They probably don't even know who the fucking best player is on our team no more. Who is the best player on the team? Who's the best player, like, in this upcoming team? Who's the best player on this team? 
when you're three and eight, you don't have a good player, man. So yeah, but you have a best you have a best player. It don't mean we have good players, but who is the best player? I mean, it's probably like Delane or Strong, I guess, on defense. Man, so with Delane, yeah. So yeah. if they, because yeah. they're not putting out an NCAA twenty three. No, it's coming out next year. Yeah. So our best overall player would be Mansoor Delane. Yep. Yeah, he would have and the star. He would have a star. He would be, and he would, and being that he just a sophomore, he would be like an eighty eight. He'd be in the eighties. He wouldn't even be in the nineties yet. Nah, he's like an eighty seven. Probably eighty seven. He'd be like an eighty seven. So that lets you know right there. We in trouble, trouble. Who the best player on offense? Probably Ali Jennings. It's probably Ali Jennings. They would give Malachi a star though. Yeah. And Malachi would be like an eighty four. Like a seventy six. He'd be like a he'd be Malachi would be low eighties. They would give Ali Jennings probably they'd probably get him the other impact. And, yeah. and he'd be like an eighty eight. Yeah, he'd be like 88, 89. He'd be right on that cusp. He'd be on the cusp, yeah. Our entire O-line would be like low 70s. Some in this. We'd have a Bob Schick would be a 99. <laughs> he might be, man. He might be. <laughs> hey, baby, shout out to Bob Schick, the one true king of Westeros. Man, let's get into this triumph tweet. Shout out to our guy, B. Hill, Don V. Fridays alone. He never came on this one. Uh, shout out to our guy, Brendan Hill, man. Brendan Hill was a uh, Sheridan alum too, right? Yeah, yeah, B. Hill. Man, hey, he might as well do it. Hey, B. Hill, come on for real, tell your story, bro. Complete the traffic. Um, he put out an interesting tweet. Um, let me let me quote him for real, so I don't misquote him. I don't want to misquote nobody. Let me let me pull my man's up. Bear with me. We don't got Drift. Drift is normally our, our our tech guy. He normally has all this shit. Yeah. Okay. Our guy at Brendan Hill, Newport News legend from my hometown. Who are the most influential hokey Twitter accounts? No such thing as a wrong answer. Tag them. Triumph has a very cool opportunity for them. Where do you get your news and info? And who are you engaging with most, with the most about all things VT? And then he hit send, and then he went on about his day. <laughs> hey, Austin, soon. God bless Brendan Hill, bro. Um, before we get into his tweet, I told this story before on Donby Fridays, but um, when I was in the eighth grade or seventh grade, I can't remember, but. I watched Brendan Hill. He played it. I watched it. He went to Warwick High School with Marcus Vick. And I saw them go up against Phoebus, a Phoebus squad that had, I want to say, both of DB brothers. If not, they had Xavier DB, DJ Parker, plenty of Hokies, plenty of Hokies in that game. I'm going to just say that. It was a playoff game. I was sitting for Warwick. I was sitting on the Warwick side. I was in middle school. But I was just repping Ward because I'm from Newport News. That's my city. Phoebus is in the city of Hampton. So I was supporting y'all boys, man. Well, Phoebus whooped their ass, obviously. Phoebus had a stacked team full of D1 talent. Most of them went to Virginia Tech uh, down the road. But um, 
Shout out to Brenda Hill, man. Misunderstood, brother. He say crazy. He be saying dumb shit too, though. So I get the misunderstanding. But shout out to him. Yeah, shout out B Hill, man. That was a good tweet, man. It was good to get the engagement. It was kind of fun to see, like, who everybody said, you know. Hey, man, you got a lot of love today. You got your flowers, man. And yeah, I, I, get, I got my obvious. flowers. I think it's kind of obvious, man. You kind of, like, opened this thing up for a lot of people. Started back, what, in 2011 on YouTube? Yeah, I started, I started 2011 Twitter. Yeah, a lot of um, people are, like, engaged on Twitter because of you. We hear your lingo everywhere. Like, even the songs were saying legend, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um I came I came on the app with some with some motion from YouTube. I had a little I came over here with motion. And um basically my YouTube comment section migrated to Twitter with me. So I came over with a little bit of motion. I ain't have to like discover nobody, right? It was once we got the ball rolling, the ball was rolling, you know. But um, I was tripped. And shout out to our guy, SPC underscore Harry. He's know me. He's always cool. Yeah. Um, but he said influential by category. He he said reporting. He put D shout out D Cunner. Put D Cunner Andy Bitter. Keeping it real. He put our friend Jerry at Cougar Trainee. Now, I keep it real, too. For real, for real. But, okay. He put keeping it real. And then he put hot takes. <laughs> and he put me. And then he put Ike, who's a UVA fan. <laughs> SPC Harry. Love, bro. I love you, bro. I respect you, bro. I'm not a hot take guy. Hot take guys say anything for engagement. Never in my life have I just said anything regarding VT. Like me saying anything will be me getting on the timeline tomorrow saying, I think Grant Wills is the 4,000-yard quarterback this year. That's a hot take. That's just me saying anything. That's a hot take. Like, I'll get on there and say, at his best, I think Grant Wills is a 2,500-yard quarterback. At his very best. If everything is perfect. Grant Wills is a 2,500-yard quarterback for Virginia Tech. That's that's just a regular take. A hot take of me be, be, get on there and say Grant Wells is a 5,000-yard quarterback and drones his ass. Like, that's hot takes. I don't, I, I don't do hot takes. Ike, Ike be lying. He don't do hot takes either. He's just a fucking liar. So, and then he got the I don't give a fuck section, which you had to yourself. Hey man, I was cool with my category. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I done, listen. I done sacrificed my uh reputation just to save the real. I don't give a fuck neither. But <laughs> you was in the I don't give a fuck reputation. He kind of threw some sad shade at Ox. <laughs> he said, "Good drafts, most arrows at Ox." <laughs> Uh, called him Graph Boy, basically. Hey, when in doubt, clap Ox, bro. <laughs> Everybody claps Ox. For nuance, he put Drift VT. Shout out to Drift. Yeah, uh, for quality content, he put our friend Daniel. 
Treadmill Horse and Beamer Garage, our friend Bag. I mean, when you say quality content on Twitter, like, because that means that means that means those people got good tweets. Treadmill Horse got good tweets. Treadmill Horse does have great tweets. Is Dan, like is Dan a good is Dan a good volume tweeter? I, I got him muted. I don't even that lets you just I ain't even I ain't gonna care, bro. Dan, you know you know why I got you muted, bro. So clearly I don't think you can <laughs> I love Dan, but he, I would have put him under like a different category, like positive. Yeah, he need a good he need he needed he need a this is this like I can differentiate actual Twitter content. And other content. Dan does other content. Um uh, and he's doing a good job doing what he's doing with Tails. Yeah. But I've never I've never like let me scroll back on Dan's tweets and see what he been saying. I ain't never did no shit like that. I ain't on Dan and Dan's the homie. I done chill with Dan. I done took Dan around my family members. I wouldn't take motherfuckers around my family if I ain't like them. But that don't mean you're a good tweet. Or tweet for tweet, volume tweet. And Bag is Bag's the insider guy, right? Yeah. I, I ain't gonna shade you, Bag, bro. Shout out to you. <laughs> yeah, they should have had a like an insider category, maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But but see the insider shit, you know what it is about insiders, and I say this about all insiders. If you can't say what you reporting, then shut the fuck up. That's my thing. Like, if we're getting a recruit in regards to recruiting, and somebody tells me, or the recruit himself tell me, uh, yo, y'all about to get such and such, such and such, about to commit at 12 o'clock. I'm not going to say nothing. I'm not going to get on the timeline and say, ooh, we getting some, like, fuck all that. If I can't say, John Doe is committing at 12. I don't want to act like I know it. Like, I'm going to either just say it or I'm not. That's just me. Nah, I get you. That's what I like to troll about it. I'll put the fucking cannon up just to like <laughs> troll all the insiders. But no, but see, that's cool. But it's cool to put out like, I guess, the crystal ball or to put out, you know, something like that. So it's to let people know a commit is coming. But don't fucking make it seem like, oh, yeah, I got this news that I can't tell y'all. That shit is corny to me. It's yeah. always been corny to me. Like, if I get some news, I'm going to tell people. I'm not an insider at all. I don't get no news, no scoops. But I'm just saying, I'm not going to pump fake like I got some shit. And then when it come out, I'm sitting back with my arms folded like, yeah. I didn't tell you nothing. I didn't tell you shit. I just told you some news was coming from the, and then when the real news source break it, I act like I broke it. That's corny to me. It's always been corny to me. Yeah. Man, Harry um, broke it down, though. He put a lot of good names out there. I saw I got Tally and Brian from Boundary Corner. Saw their names mentioned a few times. Yeah, shout out to our guys. Uh, 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 we're honestly missing Boundary Corner because they record on Wednesdays. And we're recording on a Wednesday. I think they normally put theirs out on Wednesdays, but uh, yeah, much much love to our guys, Tally, Brian, and Curtis. That's the homies. They, they BCP. I think they got D Connor on tonight. Yeah, they got a big name, man. 
And then we had a little drama with it. We had some drama today. You we had drama today? Give, uh, we had a little drama with it. You were trying <laughs> to give Ox some credit. And mm-hmm. he took it as a slight. Man, man, man. The funny, the funny, yeah, like I said, I tried to throw Ox some, uh, some, some, some praise. And, yeah, he took, he took me all wrong. So I, I got it, I got on the thread. Oh, I quoted the thread. And I named some influential Twitter accounts. And I'm just, and I'm just talking pure Twitter. I'm not talking about who I like as people or, Whatever, I said me, you, and drift. Me and you, me, you, and drift got motion, our yeah. own motion. That's a fact. That's not me being biased or nothing. Me, you, and drift got motion. That's a fact. And then I said, Ox got motion, even though I don't fuck with him. Like the ultimate compliment. I'm not a hater. Like Ox got motion, and I said Grayson got motion. Shout out to shout out to Four L alum Grayson. Um. Ox, whatever. Whatever. He got mad at me. <laughs> Ox got, Ox uh, said he doesn't like when Hokies bash other Hokies. And I think he mentioned you. The shit, he said Joe tweets bullshit or whatever the case may be. But I got to call bullshit on that. He don't like when Hokies bash Hokies because Outside of Ox, I get bashed probably more than Ox off of Twitter. I don't get bashed or in group chats. I get bashed in group chats. I get bashed on message boards and stuff like that. And don't nobody jump to my defense and say, don't bash that hokey. He's the hokey's bashing hokey. Tech sideline, they be fucking on your ass. I get bashed on two for I got I get called a fucking idiot. I get I get told he don't speak for all kinds of shit. Don't nobody ever say Hokies shouldn't bash Hokies when they come to me. It's all fair. It's all game. So Ox, when you say crazy shit and they jump on your ass, it, it's the same thing. Like, no. Don't say you don't like when Hokies bash other Hokies. You should say, I don't like when Hokies bash me. <laughs> yeah, that's what he should have said. And he bashed the Hokies. When he was complaining about it, he was bashing me. What you talking about, man? Yeah, and then bashed the hokey on the way out. So, yeah. like, I don't know. Pick pick a pick a side and stay on that side. But uh, don't try to turn it into, oh, yeah, because he said he jumped, he bashes the rivals. He said he busts on rivals. He busts on, he busts, which is pause. He busts on the rivals while... You bust on him. I don't know what the fuck he was trying to say, but um, I mean, what what the fuck you mean by busting on the rivals? Because like, there's like the older millennials, boomers, and all that shit, and VT Twitter. They got the same tropes. UVA yeah. drink Zima. Ooh, ha ha ha. Miami fans. Miami fans don't fill their stadium. Ha. Like it's the same jokes. Look, man, get them old 2007 jokes the fuck up out of here. Like, if I'm a fried rival, I be on rival's ass. Don't get me wrong. I be on the rival's head top. Like, I and I ain't got just Zima jokes. Like, I be on their ass for real. So. Yeah, you really be on him, man. He's got the same graphs. 
same charts, same old boomer ass jokes. Man. Same jokes, bro. Just drive. Miami Stadium is empty again. Ooh, all right, bro. We got you. Yeah, it's gonna be something we don't know. <laughs> They're wearing suits to the UVA game. <laughs> Wine and cheese. All right, we got you, bro. We got you. <laughs> is there anything else we need to say to the people? Man, I don't know. I guess come catch me and Jeff at the spring game, man. Spring game. And I can uh, come catch your fate at the spring game. April. April 14th, April 15th, it's going down Blacksburg, Virginia. Be there or be me, square. Uh, it, it should be a good time. I hope y'all have a good, a great time. Appreciate it, man. You're gonna, and yeah. I'm, I'm going to need, being that you're going to be there and you can see it with your eyeballs, and I'll be able to catch it on TV. I think ACC Network is on broadcast or whatever. I'm going to have to... Uh, DVR it and rewatch it, but watching it in person is different from watching it on TV. Tell me who's ass. Tell me who getting burnt. Tell me who can't block. Like we're depending on y'all because I don't. I me personally, I don't trust media. Nah, I trust us. I'm. I guess technically we're media, but I don't trust traditional media. They push agendas. They they sell hopium. They want people to subscribe to Tearsville and these other sites. So they push hopium. They don't say who's ass. We we know who's gonna be our starters. We wanna know who's gonna be ass. Who didn't live up? Who's lying? Who's the liars and scammers? And that's what y'all's real eyes can be able to tell us. Not the uh subscribe to see who's ass. <laughs> you know. We got a job to do. Got a job to do. Because TV, you can take a little bit from TV, but obviously without that all-22 view, you can't really see what's going on. That's really true, man. That is so true. And you're right. Like, the traditional media, like, they kind of push agenda. They, they're propaganda a little bit. They do what they right. can for their access. Right. They put out what they're allowed to put out. They say what they're allowed to say. Um, Brian's not going to want nobody saying, look, Bob Schick is the worst guard we've ever seen. <laughs> but last year, uh, Don V Fridays, I was, uh, the, we was ringing the Bob Schick. Bob Schick, Bob Schick don't fuck now, me up. If you ever see me, Bob Schick, please don't fuck me up. <laughs> um, but we was ringing the Bob Schick alarm, goddammit. Ooh, that man was booty. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to... Uh, Shout out to Vance Vice. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, shout out to Ron Crooks for taking this job with such a fucking jet pot full of O-line. Ron Crooks Ron Crook saw Bob shit at tackle. Put him at guard. <laughs> this, this man came in, and it's like a fucking old beat-down Chevy Cavalier, and they're expecting him to turn it into a fucking Camaro. Ron Crook got the hardest job. Rod Crook got the hardest job in America. Yeah. I'd rather be a I would rather be a pipe fitter than be Ron Crook right now. What the fuck? Hey. <laughs> These motherfuckers crazy. I'd rather be a forklift driver at a toilet paper factory, man. Ah uh, yes. 
Absolutely. I would, there's a lot of jobs I would rather have than be Ron Crook. But that's it for 4 man. We want to thank y'all for rocking with us, man. Like I said, RIP to my grandma, man. I cannot, I can't, I'm about to use a double negative. I can't not record because UVA players got tragically murdered and then turn around and suck it up because my grandma died. Fuck all that. Like I got like if I can get them if I can get them some space, I can get my grandma some space. So shout outs to her. Um and that's pretty much it, man. Till next time, y'all. God bless.